Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that you're always co-creating your reality? You may have heard people say this, but you wonder, if this is true, why do we keep experiencing pain, suffering, trauma? Why don't we create something better? If we don't learn how to master our reality, it's so easy to stay stuck feeling like a victim, like there's nothing you can do to change and improve your life, and that you're at the mercy of all these people and forces around you that are making your life more difficult. Once we crack the code of co-creation and begin to master the fundamentals of creating our reality, we can begin to rise above the suffering and lack that so many of us are mired in. In this episode, we're talking about what co-creation really is, how it works, and how to begin to master it so you can create the life you want. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing cracking the code, of co-creation. Cracking the code of co-creation. Yeah. So there's a code? Well, there's a mechanism through which you can co-create better. And why do I want to co-create? I mean, can I just leave that up to God? <laughs> um, sounds like it's going to be hard work. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because whether you're aware of it or not, to answer the question, that you were sort of implying. Mm -hmm. You're co-creating all the time in every second. And a lot of oh, people... Uh, 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 uh. No. Well, <laughs> hang on now. I can just hear everybody scream, I did not co-create this reality. No way. Yeah, especially if you're having suffering or things that you or don't your like. your kids are having suffering. Or there's people around you that you love are suffering. Yeah. Or you just are noticing the suffering in the world around you. All that stuff. It's okay. going to be hard to imagine that we co-create that. Like, why would we? It sucks. Yeah. No? So, come on. Okay. <laughs> so, what it is, I, I think people misunderstand what people mean by co-creating. Okay? Yeah. So, I'm just going to back up. All right. So, it's not like you intentionally pick out every single detail in the reality that you experience. I think that's what people think when you think yeah. co-create. You think you're going to like put all the bits of all the like details of your life together. Yeah. It's not that, okay? What it is, is the frequency resonance that you are. Okay, so I'm going to back up further, sorry. Backing up further. There's the field of infinite possibility, okay? Or the one. Okay, so everything already exists in that field yeah. of infinite possibility. Everything. Yeah. Okay. What determines what possibility is accessible to you is your frequency resonance. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So that's like the key. The field is the lock. You just are trying to find, you know what I mean? Like your resonance is allowing you to open certain kinds of possibility. Okay. The higher your frequency resonance, the higher and better the possibility you get to live and experience is. So I'm feeling like the next part of that is 
The more you clear your distortions, the higher your frequency resonance is there for the higher or more of this field of possibilities becomes available? Yes, the more, the higher the field, of, like the more of the field a possibility becomes available to you, okay. especially the higher one, right? Because just imagine you have this field of possibility that's resonating at all these different rates. Yeah. When you're vibrating very low, you only have access to like this much. Yeah. But if you rise in your frequency resonance, you get more. So it's kind of like this. Imagine that your frequency resonance is like a keyhole. Yeah. Okay. So what you see, because you're at a certain frequency resonance, so let's just say at a lower frequency resonance, all I see is this. Yeah. I don't see anything around me. I see what's through my hands. Yeah. As your frequency resonance rises, not only does this like move up, but it also gets bigger. Uh -huh. So what you see through the lens of what you're able to tap into in the field of possibilities, that keyhole mm -hmm. changes, gets bigger, gets more resonant. So what you can access is changes. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. I also, it, just tell me if I'm on the right track. Sometimes I, when I'm looking outside my window mm -hmm. and I can see the colors and the vibrancy and I think, wow, that's beautiful. But then somebody cleans my window and I think, oh my God, I didn't even see that that's before. Right. And I didn't even notice the window was dirty. And it's still the same scenery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking, that's what you mean by when we're clearing our distortions and then we get to see more what's actually in front of us and what's available. and. How vibrant it is. And how vibrant, yeah. yeah how much, you know, um, not only like vibrant, because this is a physical thing, but it's almost like how beautiful and wondrous and how much opportunity there is and there's magic in there and you can like really kind of like feel that vibrancy and it becomes part of you. Do you see what I'm saying? It yeah. just changes. Your experience of what you're looking at also changes. It's not just like what you perceive. Yes. Make sense? Oh, so yeah. how you feel when you're perceiving it changes as well. Oh, I mean, every day I could look out the same window and I don't see the same thing every day. Exactly. Even though I do, yeah. but I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I notice things I never noticed before and then my mood affects what I'm exactly. seeing. Yeah, okay. Yes, and your mood is dictated often by your frequency resonance, uh -huh. okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that if you have a higher frequency resonance that you don't ever have a crappy mood. Of course you do, you're human, yeah. right? We yeah. all have these dips in terms of our emotional state because yes. you're supposed to experience the the breadth of emotion that's part of the gift of humanness even if some of the emotions ugh, suck but as your frequency resonance rises you don't stay in those emotions yeah you have them and then you know off you, you just go, notice the, them they notice them they go through you and then off you are in the state of beingness yeah you know? yeah yeah so to answer the question with regards to like how are we co-creating yeah okay, the code so the code <laughs> all right so the code is more like the like I said, it's like a keyhole, mm -hmm. right? The, mm -hmm. the frequency resonance that you are is like a keyhole and allows you to perceive certain parts of the field of possibility. Yeah. So as a result, what you experience is different. So let me just give you an example because I think it will help. Okay, so someone asked me once a really good question and she said, you know, I have a husband who is in a lot of physical pain and a lot of mental suffering. Am I creating his suffering? If I create everything, am I creating his suffering? Mm. So I thought that was a really excellent question. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm going to back up. You have to remember that there's an infinite field of possibilities. We don't think about that because we think what's in front of us is real, right? Yeah. So we think that's the possibility. Yeah. That's the possibility you're accessing right now, but there are infinite possibilities. So in some of those possibilities, for example, they're not even together. They don't even know each other. In other possibilities, they don't know each other and he's well. 
in other possibilities, he they don't know each other and he's doing very much worse. And others where he's happy and healthy and they're together. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. There are many possibilities. The frequency resonance that she is, which is governed by the distortion patterns that she's running, the keyhole she looks to through is onto the reality that's in front of her, yeah. which is him in his suffering, yeah. okay, in this particular flavor of his suffering. Mm -hmm. As her frequency resonance rises, what happens in the physical around her will shift. How she feels about him, how he feels about himself, like all these little subtle nuances can change, and some of them aren't so subtle, some of them are really huge. Yeah. And so things change and we organize because what's happening is the frequency resonance that she is changes the keyhole. And therefore the reality that shows up in front of her can be different if she chooses it. Mm. I mean, it sounds amazing. And it also sounds like unbelievable mm -hmm. as well. Totally. So yeah. How I'm, I'm sitting thinking, how would I change? Like, let's just say worst case scenario, have a child that has been diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. And now I'm hearing this conversation and I'm understanding that, okay, so I'm co-creating a reality based on my frequency resonance. Yeah. How do I change that co-creation just by raising my frequency resonance? Yeah. Um, like, how? Yeah. You know? So um, the fastest way, now there are many ways to to get to the same outcome. Okay, there's never just one way. If anyone tells you there's only one way to get somewhere, that's inaccurate. Okay? Yeah. There are many ways, many paths to the same thing. Okay, so the way that I know that I've discovered that works best is to release distortion, to release it right at the level of the field, mm -hmm. right, which is what frequency work is, right at the level which creates the distortion to begin with, which causes that person to be caught in that spiral of despair hopelessness, like disempowerment, anger, all that sort of stuff that happens. And I'm not saying, I'm not, please no, I'm not blaming the mother. No. Of course, it's a very human reaction. Who, who wouldn't feel those things of if their course. child were sick? I mean, of course, it's terrible from a very human perspective. Yeah. So the opportunity is to release those distortions. And I'm going to say something that probably um, some people can't receive very well, yeah. and I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. If your child is in the reality with you, which they are because they're sick and they're with you, they too are co-creating and it is possible, okay, and I know this could be hard for some people to swallow, that that is part of what they want to experience, that they want to experience that journey, okay, as a soul. I'm not talking about as a human, mm -hmm. as having a human experience, because that could be very hard, but there are beings who want to experience certain forms of embodiment, mm -hmm. certain forms of experience. Now, it's very likely, because I've seen this happen, we've worked on them, mm -hmm. right? Where it's, there's an agreement between the two beings that they're going to have this kind of experience together. Yeah. You know? And I know that's hard, believe me. I'm not trying to say, like, throw up your hands, maybe this is the agreement, and that's what it is. It's very possible that those two beings are like, all right, let's rise together. Mm -hmm. Let's change this together so we remember together, mm -hmm. right? So both, so the mother maybe begins because she's more evil. Or sometimes a child begins. Some of these kids are like really strong these days, very mm -hmm. bright. And they're like, hey, mom, listen to this thing. You know what I mean? And then maybe one of the two starts and they start to shift their resonance. And then the other, because they have this agreement, catches like, oh, that, that feels good to me too. And they start to shift their resonance. And what happens? Things start to change. So for example, 
How subtle and fast can it be? It can be almost immediate. And it's everyone thinks that it has to be like directly causal. You know, it's like have frequency work, then this disappears. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. Spirit isn't linear. So frequency work will often help you like get the direct outcome or it will lead you to someone who gets you to that place in a way that you didn't expect and it might be a different flavor of the outcome that you weren't expecting. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? So it could be that, so for example, I had this, this mother call me and she had a teenage son who couldn't control his bowels, which was very, very humiliating for him, as you can imagine. Yeah. Right? And here he is, he's trying to, you know, he's a teenage boy, he's, he's trying to have friends, he's trying to have girlfriends, and he's pooping his pants. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not, he doesn't want this. And the mother is just at her wit's end because obviously this is not something that he wants to experience and she feels stressed because he's stressed out all the time and he doesn't yeah. want to socialize with other people. You know, you can imagine yeah, the cascade yeah, yeah. of events. Oh, yeah. Yes? It would be painful. Painful. Yeah. We have a session. Okay? I work on her and a little bit on him. Okay, mostly on her. Mm -hmm. Within 48 hours, she'd, by some acquaintance she hadn't even spoken to for a long period of time. It, actually, she was a, um, a nurse, so she, a traveling nurse, so it's a patient she hadn't seen in a while. Right. They mention a chiropractor who addresses this very specific symptom that the, her, her boy is having. Ah. And he just adjusts the kid, it stops. Uh-huh. Amazing. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. I have a similar, just as you're talking, a similar experience. Yeah. My and my son, eldest son, the same thing. And now I'm sitting here thinking, ah, because if that hadn't happened, I would never have found frequency work. Mm. That was another thing, a causal effect of that. So mm -hmm. I can see now what you mean by if two of them come into partnership and make this agreement that we're going to rise together. Fascinating. So the code to creation manifestation or your, to summarize your code of creation manifestation is really comes right back to once again, frequency resonance. Yes. And non-attachment, because that's why I heard you say in there yes. as well, because we get attached to the outcome. Yes. Okay, so frequency resonance or frequency work is going to save me. Yes. And what we're actually saying is though, that's the beginning of the journey. Exactly. But it never stops. You always have to keep on. Yes. Clearing your distortions, raising your frequency, clearing yeah. your distortion. But as you've said in the past, it gets easier, faster. Exactly. Right. So not only does it become now intentional and conscious, as opposed to unaware, unintentional, mm -hmm. unconscious, mm -hmm. you have to have two other pieces, okay, which happen sort of naturally as a natural consequence of frequency work, which is kind of great. Yeah. So one, as you mentioned, is non-attachment or neutrality. Yeah. Okay, where it's like you're not vested in getting a very specific outcome. Yeah. Okay. It's just like you um, would have a preference towards it. Like, wouldn't it be nice if this was resolved? Yeah. But you are okay with what presents in front of you because you don't know where it necessarily is going to lead. Does yeah. that make sense? You're not like, like stuck on. It's got to be like, this is how it's going to show up. It's going to look like this. It's going to resolve in this way. Because yeah. she hadn't even heard of this type of chiropractic before. Right. No, and she hadn't even seen this guy in a long time, but she decided to have a longer conversation with him. Do you see him? Yeah. She just was, she wasn't thinking when she had a conversation with that patient she hadn't seen that, for that years. That patient was going to have the answer. Yeah. yeah. She had no idea. Yeah. At all. And so, and so she was sitting in her, just being present with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And she wasn't trying to get 
something. Yeah. You know? yeah. She was just in with him, and all of a sudden, here came this possibility. Yeah. So would it be possible in that moment she was, whether she knew or not, practicing the six core essentials? Like, yes. I'm being present, I'm in my body, I'm listening. And, yeah. Holding and the then space. that magic happens, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So, and she was very present and just with him, so centered in her zero point. So when all that stuff happens, sometimes we're not conscious, like you said, that we're doing it, but we are. And that's when these moments of magic open to us. Yeah. And the other essential, like the other piece that's very important in terms of the code, right? Mm -hmm. So we have... Release your distortion patterns, raise your frequency resonance. Yeah. Move into neutrality, which will happen, by the way, as you raise your frequency resonance. Yeah, it's a side effect. It's a side effect. A which cool is, one. Yeah, very cool one. And it's also a side effect of becoming more and more accountable. Mm. So you and I have talked about accountability. Mm. That, if you haven't watched that, that episode on accountability, really do, because yeah. it's really pivotal and oh, very, yeah. very critical. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'll just not do that. It's honestly... That's the game changer. Yeah. Okay. Because it's your free will. It's your journey. You have to, you don't have to. You can choose not to, and you're not going to advance as far. Yeah. If you really, truly want to experience yourself at a higher level of resonance, to be able to tap into that realm of the mystical, the unseen, the like the more felt, the non linear, the expansive, the magical, the infinite, the abundant. You have to be accountable mm -hmm. to your own self so that you propel yourself into that because you are liberating you. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it because you can, Yeah. right? This is you. You have the power to do it, Yeah. right? So whether you take it or not is up to you, of course. Mm -hmm. So, But in any case, the um, neutrality is an important uh, aspect of your frequency resonance rising. It just happens. Mm -hmm. And accountability helps with the neutrality, gets you there faster. Yeah. And the third piece that I just want to mention is surrender from strength. Now, you and I have talked about this when we talked about um, the super secret special sauce. Yeah. Right? So if you haven't watched that episode, go watch that one. Mm -hmm. But um, that is really important because as you rise in your frequency resonance, it's so weird. It's like you start to recognize how strong you're becoming internally. Yeah. You know, you kind of recognize like, wait, wait a minute. And it's not an ego thing. It's not like, I am so tough. You know what I mean? No. You're not, it's not about that. It's not about you versus someone else. It's just you. And you're like, wow, I'm feeling really strong. Like nothing really um, phases me too much. You know, I'm not getting triggered the way I used to. I, I, I feel more centered in myself. You know, all that stuff starts to happen. And then you start to enter what I call surrender from strength, mm -hmm. which is when you know that instead of a point of weakness, you know, where you're like, oh, I have to give up, I'm a victim, mm -hmm. whatever, which is how we think of surrender. Mm -hmm. It's actually the opposite, where you're like, actually, no, I know how strong I am internally, so I can surrender fully to pure source. And I found in, in, um, in going through the process, taking accountability in whatever it is, whatever hurdle I'm approaching at that time, that that gets stronger inside of me. When yeah. I realize this is my, I'm accountable for this to get myself through this. Nobody mm -hmm. else is gonna do this for me. Yeah, I might have magic on the way where there be people can help me move and shift, and, but at the end of the day, I'm accountable for it. And what I've found is on that journey when I've taken full responsibility, accountability, and move through that, I call it move through, walking through the fire. Yes, I call it the same thing. Right. Because <laughs> it feels like it. It does, right? Because at the time you're like, somebody just saved me. Yep. I can't do this. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and then you get through to the other side and I realize how much stronger I am. And not just me, the human, but I recognize that it's always been there. Mm -hmm. It's an inheritance that 
from the minute I was created by that force mm -hmm. or that consciousness, it never left me. It mm -hmm. was always there. And this is what's helping me realize that. And mm -hmm. so because of that, I can move into that surrendering faster, easier. Yeah. 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 Okay. So with the, so you're, just to summarize it, mm -hmm. for co-creation to be effective, mm -hmm. you have these sort of foundational core principles. Yes. And they yeah, would be... Yeah, they, they would be raise your frequency and resonance by releasing distortion patterns. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to watch your own neutrality, watch what you're attached to, what you're not attached to. I mean, really, it's easy to see what you're attached to. Mm -hmm. and to notice that, you're like, whoa, attached to that, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Notice that, it's important to notice. And then also the other one has to do with surrender from strength. Okay, so these are the main components okay. of co-creation. And the thing is, with co-creation, if you have not understood yet that you really have the power to co-create, I really would strongly recommend relationship with the one 2.0, mm -hmm. where it's about mastery within over the illusion. Because there we tackle the some really key distortion patterns that keep us from being able to, like, step fully into our co-creator ability, okay? yeah. meaning like embody it. So we tackled fear, which is like a huge thing. Oh, that's that massive. Keeps us bound, yep. you know, in this state where we feel like we're very limited and disempowered and afraid. And the other one is like low self-worth. I'm, I'm sorry, it's not enoughness, excuse me. Not enough, meaning I'm not enough or there's not enough. Mm. Okay, so it's a form of scarcity. Mm -hmm. in some way. Mm -hmm. So we tackle those in addition to an, a bunch of other things. But if you really truly want to move into that state of where you co-create more clearly, you have to clarify your relationship with the one. Yeah. You must. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting when you say fear being a, a big thing that anchors us into staying in the creation that we're in, mm -hmm. right? But whether it's an unconscious creation because you're running all these distortion patterns that you don't even know you've got. Yeah. Lineage, cultural, you're not even aware that you can change them. Yeah. Because you don't even know you're running them. Exactly. And then you've got the ones that you know you're running that you can fix. Yes. But isn't it amazing that a lot of these books that talk about creation, manifestation, and things like that, I hear everybody that's done these kind of programs, they run fear patterns because they're scared they're going to create something they don't want to create. Exactly. And it's like, what? Hang on. Yeah. And they just create more of that. Yeah. So there's this little vicious loop that you and I have talked about before. We're, okay, I'm just gonna back up a little bit picture, okay? So you guys all know, if you don't, watch episode 97, mm -hmm. okay, about how the rendering works, okay? So here you are, uh, the spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you, rendering the you, the physical you in the center of it. Around the spirit body are layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of duct tape, and also in the space between you and the spirit body, there's all this muckiness as well, okay, these layers of duct tape, which then prevent you from being able to be aware of the brilliance that is you and the brilliance all around you, okay, yeah. or pure source or the divine, whatever you want to call it. That Those layers of duct tape are very, very heavy, okay? They cause your resonance to be very, very low. So when you have all that bogging you down, the way you perceive your reality is through all those layers of duct tape, which are different colors, different thicknesses, different layers of opacity. It's kind of like you're looking through all these different lenses. Mm. So if you imagine you were looking at your hand, but between your hand and you were all these different filters, you know, like yeah. if you imagine um, in front of you, the way your hand would look would be really weird. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it would be really distorted and wobbly and all that sort of stuff. 
But because you're perceiving your hand through those filters, you believe that's the way your hand is. Yeah. Because that's how you perceive it. So you reinforce that this is the reality. Yeah. And then you create more of it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Chris, I just hit my button. So then you create more of it. So it's this little vicious cycle where it's like we believe what it is that we're creating and then we, it reinforces that and then we create more of it. And then our frequency resonance doesn't move. It's stuck. Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's <clears throat> like yeah. glue right in that spot. And then you don't really rise. And so I feel like that is a really huge part of why it is that you keep co-creating the same reality over and over and over again. Mm, and why this work is important as well because it's kind of like the snap. Yeah. Hey, lift your head up. Yeah. You know, stop looking at that hand this way. How about you turn your hand? Yeah. Even just that first step. Yeah. And then as you keep on doing more frequency work, it's something that you can do by yourself. Yes. I've noticed. Yeah. You know, for I sure. can be at home and I can yeah. Yeah. practice all the tools that you've given mm -hmm. in previous podcasts and GFCs. Mm -hmm. I just take them with me wherever I'm going. You know, it's like awesome. the work. Yeah. You know, that's the work. Yeah. Because, you know, I've said this often. I'm here to help you and to guide you if I resonate with you, okay? I don't necessarily resonate with everyone. That's all right. Mm. Meaning they might not resonate they with your res work. Yeah, they may yeah. not resonate with my work. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. That's a better way of saying it. So that's okay if you don't. However, what really is important to remember is that no one really can save you or help you or fix you or make you all better. Mm -hmm. You can you have that power and authority within you. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, yeah. okay? So do you have room for growth? Sure. Do you have room to improve? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Can you optimize yourself? I mean, who, who can't, you yeah. know? And you're not so broken that someone has to deign to take care of you. Mm -hmm. You know, wave their magic wand of you, over you, make you all better, proclaim you awake, whatever it is, yeah. okay? That is very old paradigm. If anyone is telling you that you're less than and they are greater than you, or they diminish you in some way or whatever it is, just really assess whether you want to be in relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. Meaning whether they're your teacher, your guide, your guru, your whatever it is, your, husband, your husband, yeah. your mother, your father, your whatever, exactly. fill in the blank. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And to say to yourself, wait a minute here, this is my journey. Mm -hmm. I choose to have something different. And that's actually the beginning. And then, as you say, to have the tools, right? To, to, to lift yourself up. And I really feel this is part of the new paradigm leadership that you and I have talked about. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because the old paradigm leadership has been about like keeping people in their place, yep. right? The leader is the one who's powerful, mm -hmm. the one who's all knowing, mm -hmm. the one who can't be questioned, mm -hmm. you know? And so everybody gives their power to that person. Mm -hmm. Often in our culture has been to a male. I'm sorry, but it's true, Yeah. okay? So now the new paradigm is coming in and the new paradigm leader, if they're truly a new paradigm leader, is aware because their frequency resonance is high enough that they don't need to limit someone else in order to rise themselves. Yeah. And in fact, it's the opposite. The more they rise, the more that they can empower others, the more everyone rises, which means they rise too. Yeah. And this is the principle of synergetic ascension. And then we create... A better reality. Exactly. A better reality together. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about individualness, mm -hmm. right? Like we're returning to the remembering that we are one. Yeah. So the more that we uplift the, each other in this way, you know, without sacrifice, without suffering, but just being the brilliance that you are, sharing your gift, however that is, for whoever wants to receive it. Yeah. 
and we all rise in frequency resonance, and that's awesome. Yeah. So that's another aspect of co-creation, right? Yeah. Like, who are you being? Yeah. You know, who? what is the resonance that you are, not only in your aspiration, in your meditation space, when you're alone and quiet, but in your everyday, who are you? Yeah. Who, you know, because that impacts, you know, you start to go quantum or you start to become of a much higher level order when you realize or feel the effect of what it is that you do into the field. Yeah. You feel the ripple effect in the field. You're like, wow, it's amazing. And sometimes like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I need to readjust here. But that's that's that accountability yeah. that you're talking about. When you see that and you're uh oh, right, okay, I wait, uh, it's up to me now to yeah. adjust that a little bit, tweak it a little well, bit, yeah. and come back and start again. And, yeah. yeah, and just come in at a higher order. And yeah. of course, like you just said, you're human. You're, you're going to stumble. Yeah. You're going to fall over. You're going to bump into things. Pick yourself up. That's right. Dust yourself off. Yeah. And moving forward. Go <laughs> forward and keep co-creating yeah, exactly. reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when we talk about this um, co-creating your co-creation manifestation, co-creating your reality. So are you saying, like, let's just say, I want to go on holiday to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and I want to take my family with me, and I want to swim in that ocean for a week. I've got no money right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I'm going to take my whole family with me. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that I can intentionally create that? Totally. Away. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, relate to that question. How come all mm-hmm. of us are not doing that then? Because most of us, our frequency resonance is too low, and we're too attached. So what gums up creation and manifestation is attachment. I know it sounds horrible because you're like, well, then I don't understand. If I want something, of course I'm attached to it. That's why I want it. Duh. Uh-huh. I don't want to go for a holiday in the wet weather in the moors of Scotland. You know? <laughs> I want to go to the Caribbean. Of exactly. course I'm attached. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not suggesting you don't have preference. Okay. It's totally great to have preference. Right. And it's totally great to have this idea that you want to go to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Of course. And the higher your frequency resonance becomes, the more it's, I know it's going to sound totally bizarre and difficult and implausible and improbable and impossible if you're not there. Okay. Yeah. But I will tell you that your desire for a specific thing like the Caribbean holiday will start to loosen. So it's not like you don't want the holiday, but like, what if someone said to you, well, what if I just gave you um, a free trip to the Greek Isles instead? Oh, let me think about that. <laughs> I see what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> but we're so fixated on the yeah. freaking Caribbean holiday. <laughs> right? We attach to it. And then we lock down the possibilities because we're so fixated on that. And we're not in neutrality. And we're not in surrender from strength. And when we think about it, we think about our lack. Because we're like, we don't have it, damn it. Yeah. Right? And now what happens? Frequency resonance whoop, drops. Okay? So you just reinforce the lack. The more we attach the more lack we're reinforcing. Right. So if I was to take what you're saying, then maybe my uh, concept would be more like, I would like to go somewhere warm mm-hmm. where it's sunny mm-hmm. and we can all have some fun on a holiday. Yeah. Full stop the end. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to have, I don't need to specify when or what time or the year or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just that that's what I would love to co-create. experience. Yeah, right. that's what okay. I would like to experience. And then notice how it, so here's the, Here's where the rubber hits the road. Mm. What happens if you don't get it? I'm what does that cry. mean? <laughs> but my point is to scan. Like, what's the distortion? Like, like go there. Like, what does it mean if I don't get it? 
doesn't mean I fail. Doesn't mean I suck. Doesn't mean I'm disempowered. Doesn't mean all this is bullshit. What does it mean? Do you see what I'm saying? Because it's like all those are distortions that we can run about our failure to co-create. You know, if we don't get what we want, we run like in the bundled in that are all these distortions about us, mm-hmm. our abilities, lack of abilities, lack of self, lack of worthiness of experiencing that. Um, a whole, you know, like whether you're allowed to because your lineage is like that is inappropriate. We don't have flashy holidays or whatever it is. You know, like you must have more suffering than you have ease. What there's a whole. You see what I'm saying? There's I a do. whole bunch of things in there. But I'm feeling something as you're talking. So mm. what if I don't feel any of them, or mm. I think I do, feel yeah. any of them that you're describing, yeah. but it feels like I'm giving this a go and I'm doing it, you know, and I'm letting it be loose and, yeah, not getting attached, but it's not working and oh, it's never going to happen for me. Yeah. What's that kind of distortion? I feel disappointment because it hasn't happened but, this year. Yes, exactly. So when you recognize that you have those triggers, then you recognize that you're not in neutrality and you're not in surrender from strength. So I would start there. So I would start there by releasing those distortions. You know what I mean? It's like a- What are they though? So meaning the attachment, I would start with the attachment. Does that make sense? So it's like all these things about feeling upset or like sad that it hasn't happened or whatever. You're clearly not clear. Meaning like in the sense of like, it doesn't matter to you truly if you have this vacation because it matters. Makes oh, sense? that's what you're getting at. Yeah. So okay. it's like, oh, it's clear that it does matter to me whether or not I get to go on vacation. The buy-in. That's yes. on how much investment, emotional investment I have in it. Mm-hmm. That's a distortion. Yeah. Well, it's an indication of the distortion. Aha. It's not necessarily the distortion. Right. It's like the marker of it. The so you're like in the details. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, well, okay, I'm really not neutral about this at all. Because yes. if I don't get it, I'm going to be really irritable, actually. And upset. And upset and like bitter and resentful and like... Why doesn't my husband do something different so we can go on holiday? He really knows I really want to go. If kids only picked up their stuff, then it would be easier for me to function. You know, whatever. Are you in my head? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So my point is, when you you don't need to know what all your distortion patterns are for the work to work. Ah. Begin somewhere. So it's like, okay, well, I noticed that I'm attached. Okay, well, she mentioned something about neutrality and surrender from strength. Okay, so then go find either in the podcast, it's free, the group frequency calibration meditations. That is where the work happens. You have to do the frequency work. Understanding it intellectually, then you jack. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not true. Understanding it intellectually is the beginning. Yes. It helps to clarify things, but that's not the 98% of the stuff. It kind of helps you get rid of the stuff that you don't need. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can focus on, on the stuff, the stuff that, that you do need to co-create. Exactly. Right. So the thing is to um, then start somewhere. Okay. So, you know, there's, like I said, the podcast, there are GFCs and deep dives on this, you know, like where you look on our website and there's different things if you want to go deeper. You're like, wow, I really get stuck because my I've noticed my family has challenges with enjoyment or like, you know, having abundance or whatever. Oh, look, here's this thing on family dynamics mm. or whatever it is mm. the thingy is for you. You know what I mean? You'll have noticed it in mm. yourself. So what happens is as you start to do this work, you become more self-aware. You're like, wait a minute. I'm noticing that I'm really stuck on this because I'm not really neutral. I'd like to be, yeah. you know, like I really would prefer to be because, I mean, it doesn't feel very good to be stuck in this place yeah. where it feels yucky. But you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, now I kind of know where that trigger is. I'm going to do the frequency work to release that trigger. Yeah. Make sense? And the group frequency calibrations help you to entrain to a frequency that's 
probably higher. Yes, much right? higher. And clearer. Yes. And the thing is, you know, I just want to mention about the group frequency calibrations is that, you know, a lot of people when they begin this journey, they want to have an individual session with me. Mm. You know, they want to have what I call an IFC, mm -hmm. which is great for fine tuning and releasing some deep stuff and whatever. And there's so much momentum in the group frequency calibrations mm. because what you're, we're doing is we're coming together as a mastermind, as our higher selves, and we get so much momentum, like more than you can on your own because you're meeting with people who have different distortions than you, mm. different strengths than you. So where they're strong, you know what I mean? Like, like the whole starts to oh. move on the strength of the whole. For sure. When you're in a group and you're you maybe don't even recognize, let's just say, keep keeping it at the common level, you maybe don't recognize behaviors that you're running, or you have a behavior, you, you just don't know how to describe it, and you hear somebody else describe it, you're like, oh, I do that too. Oh, that's what that is. You yeah. Know? I imagine the mastermind the same at a frequency resonance level. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, so other people have already cleared what you're trying to clear in a different way, you know? Yeah. And so you're actually learning from each other, accelerating each other, yeah. which is yeah, really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a very high level order of that. So the power of that momentum can push you past where you get stuck because mm. you don't have the momentum by yourself to do it. Yeah. Which is really kind of neat because it's really this new paradigm of returning to the oneness, you know, our, our understanding that we are all one. So the more that we collectively focus on these different things to release them, the yeah. more we gain momentum. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people will do both the group frequency calibrations and the uh, individual frequencies. Combination. Yeah, yeah. A combination. You, um, so what I would say is to look into where it is that you struggle mm. and then go as deep as you want to. Some people want to go really deep. So they, you know, for example, I just talked about this whole relationship with the one 2.0 and then yeah. people are like, oh, well, that sounds really up my alley. Great. Do that. So do you see what I'm saying? Just, yeah. You'll notice as you clarify, like what calls you, you're like, yep, I need to do that. Okay. Yeah. So now when we're finished, I'm going to go do a GFC that will help me get to the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'd like to say is that you did co-create a, a sort of vacation to the Hawaiian Islands. I did, right? <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> What's coming next? <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I think that if you... So there is a process for intentional uh, co-creation. Um, and there are, uh, I've written a whole book on creation manifestation, Ooh. why it fails and what to do about it. So if you're curious to delve deep into how that all works, then I do recommend that you check out that ebook. Well, where? Where do we check out that ebook? Yeah, so you will find a link um, to it mm -hmm. uh, below. Where? Um, the... Yeah, if you're looking at this on YouTube, it'll be in the description. Or if you're looking at this on the website, it'll also be in the description. Ooh, cool. So, yeah. So I would take a look at that, and that will probably uh, start to unpack what it is that has kept you stuck in terms of your creation manifestation and when to do that. Awesome. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. 
That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for Cracking the Code to Co-Creation. So this group frequency calibration is an introductory one, which will help you to begin to raise your frequency resonance or the keyhole um, that I mentioned in the interview so that you can access better possibilities. It doesn't really matter what level you're at. This will raise whatever your level you're at. So what you can experience can be better. So let's jump in. Settling in. Becoming aware of your body. Really noticing it. Noticing its weightedness as it settles into whatever is supporting you. Noticing if you have tension or holding in parts of your body that you may not even have noticed until now. Noticing if it's warm or cool. If your body is the same throughout, it may be that parts of your body are warmer than others. Noticeably warmer. And now please become aware of the backs of your legs all the way up to your waist. Okay, so becoming aware of the heels all the way up the calves, the backs of the knees, the backs of the thighs, the butt, all the way up to your waist. Excellent. Noticing if you're judging that part of your body if you, or if you can just be aware of it. Noticing the stretch of the skin. If your muscles are in tension or if they're at ease. Texture of whatever they're touching. Good. And now bringing your attention to your breath. Just noticing your breath at first without changing it. Notice if you have a need to change it.
And then after a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to really deepen, to become much slower. much more at ease. And beginning to imagine, be aware of, sense, feel, or just know that your breath is expanding in all directions around you like a balloon as you inhale and exhale. And we're doing this to cultivate Spherical awareness. Excellent. And now bringing your attention to your surroundings. Noticing the soundscape around you the layers of all the sound. The ones that are further away, sounds that are very close to you, that are repetitive that you perhaps don't notice because they become white noise to us. And once you notice the sound, notice the direction from where the sound is coming. So maybe the fan is to just to the left and slightly in front of you. And you can hear the call of the birds much further away behind you and to the left. So whatever it is for you, just noticing the soundscape. Good. And now blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not focusing on anything specific. You're just noticing the quality of the light, which is changing all the time. And keeping your eyes open once you've noticed the quality of the light, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating simply means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then noticing the distance between the object and you and then feeling that distance. So for example, if object A is the desk, you would notice that the desk is about hmm, seven and a half feet to you. So you'd notice that distance and then you would feel that distance. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll notice that as you do this for each object, your sense of where you are located in space becomes clearer, more focused, more present for you. Mm-hmm. 
whenever you have completed triangulating, blinking your eyes closed, and bringing your attention to your solar plexus, which is in the center of your body, between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So bringing a hand to this spot in the solar plexus, or some might call it the upper belly, but the solar plexus, bringing your attention here. We're going to take one nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of four. And whenever you finish that four count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for as long as you can. So notice what that means for you. And once you've completed that one single long breath, keeping your eyes closed, breathing normally, we're just waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So as we do that, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I sometimes work silently. So depending on the speed of the particular mastermind and how high the frequencies are that we're working with, I may not make noise or sound because to make physical sound only drops the resonance which doesn't benefit you. I also do make sound, so you may hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. And that's how I release some of the stickier, heavier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you really resist like it couldn't possibly be you, then likely that's a distortion pattern that you're running. And I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to the top half of your brain. So if you were to slice your brain in half horizontally, the top half of the brain, and the front of your throat, please. So you can bring a hand to the front of the throat if you'd like to keep your attention fixed in a way that's more physical. A number, a number of people find that helpful. So go ahead and do that if that's helpful to you. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source?
And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining, becoming aware of, sensing, feeling, or just knowing that there is a brilliance deep in the very core of you that starts to get brighter and brighter because you have your attention on it. So as the brilliance grows, it very naturally expands outwards in all directions through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your muscles and your flesh, and then out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your sphere body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. now become aware of the infinite space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infiniteness, please know that I'm working on you at spirit level to raise your frequency resonance irrespective of where it began. Now, as you know, how high your frequency resonance is affects everything in terms of what your reality looks like, how you feel about it, how much opportunity and possibility you get to experience, and how adaptable you are. So this is the most important thing that we do together. Good. Mm -hmm. Bringing your attention now, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. And now if you could imagine that space all the way up in a straight line over your sternum, all the way up to underneath your chin, straight line right up the center.
So what we're doing here is releasing your attachment to the known, okay? Because, you know, even though you may want change and you may want to experience a different life and you may want to have something that's better, we have a very strong need for the known, for the certain. And for many of you, a very, very large subgroup, this is reinforced by your lineage. Because in that known or in that certainty, there is safety. So if you leave the known or the uncertain, because many of you in a large subgroup have that pattern, that lineage pattern, it's going to be very scary for you. If you move into the unknown, even if it's better, it's still scary. So in order to raise your frequency resonance and have a better experience of the reality of different higher resonating possibilities, you have to release the certainty that comes from the known. All right? So that's what we've been working on and continuing to work on. Just keeping your attention in those spots. You can bring a hand here if that's helpful. Really focusing on the body. Yes, and for a smaller subgroup, there is a fear of reprisal or punishment if you leave the known. Because for some of you, no one really leaves the known in your lineage. Okay, And so therefore, we're going to release this for the smaller subgroup of you, that there are consequences. Okay, So meaning with it doesn't have to be a physical consequence like... Uh, I don't know, something like we're physically going to do something to you. It's more about the withdrawal of love or acceptance or uh, perhaps um, very strong judgment or pushing into your space and trying to control you, whatever it is. All right. So releasing all this. Imagining a very beautiful, deep blue light that comes from deep within you and expands softly. For some of you quickly, some of you more slowly, out through this space, radiating out in all directions around you. Excellent. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to the lower back half of your brain. Okay, so lower back half of your brain. Mm -hmm. 
So we're releasing these patterns of uh, not enough. I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not powerful enough. I am not enough in some way to be able to co-create my reality. All right, so let's release this. This is a huge pattern. For a large subgroup of you, this is extremely deep. Hmm? Like you need to do something to deserve this. It doesn't work like that. But we, with these distortion patterns, can believe that to be true and therefore self-limit. Okay, so here we go. Keeping your attention on the spot. Good. Imagining that brilliance that we started off with from deep within your center. now radiating out through the body in all directions around you. Excellent. Bring your attention now to the base of your sternum and down towards your belly button in a straight line by about three inches or seven centimeters, clearing out the pain body. So your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done. So if we don't clear this out and reset it to the higher resonating version of you, when you go to integrate, you just end up getting pulled back into the old version of you because your pain body remembers the old version of you, which can make it really challenging. So when we clear out the pure pain body and reset it, it makes it easier for you to integrate. It's not like you don't have to be aware and do confirmed removal, but you still need to do that. It just makes it easier if we clear out your pain body. It doesn't take more than a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. 
If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.